If you had $10 million to invest in any, like to start a fund, to invest in any type of company, what kind of companies would you invest in? But first of all, what would you call it? What would you call that fund? <laughs> Ooh, name on the spot? <laughs> Man, I could have used a, a prep for that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know, Socrates Capital, just based on my recent Done. Uh, answer. Love it. I can do way better than that. Well, okay. won't, won't hold you to come it. back to it. Yeah. Oh, God, so many good. That would be one of the one of okay. the fun parts. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I think just like trend wise or or area wise would be helping create more upward mobility for people who um, don't really have access to great role models or networks, uh, etc. So that. what I mean by that is like people who grow up without great family mm-hmm. um, examples or um, great access to schools and and their colleagues and, and kind of their cohorts as, a, as an age are getting locked up, getting into drugs, getting into gangs, et cetera. It's, that's hard to fight and it's hard to um, get yourself out of that. Um, so one thing I know that's been super helpful to me, I went to public school through eighth grade mm-hmm. and was kind of just starting to go the path of least resistance. And then when I went to um, a private school, I, my competition took over yeah. and these kids were all trying to get to college, all really focused on that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to outcompete them. And so I did better than them. But I was just kind of doing the best around what my peer set was. Yeah. So if I had stayed in that in that pool of people, I might not have kind of realized how big of a world out there it is and how much I can do. Yeah. So what the fun would do is try to help people who are maybe going that path of least resistance and show them that there are better ways. So one like amazing technology idea would be to allow uh, people who are going that route to piggyback on other people's network or or mentorship. Mm-hmm. Um, so really kind of formalizing that, I think there's a lot to that is showing these kids at an early age that you don't have to go this route. You can create a business, you can become an entrepreneur, um, and you can dedicate yourself to your schoolwork with a profession as an outcome and get out of this this cycle. Um, so things along those lines are are really um, interesting to me. Anything around um, become really interested in um, kind of decreasing recidivism and and helping people who have got made a mistake get back on their feet and be productive members of society. Um, so there's a really cool program called the Five Ventures that helps for mm-hmm. uh, sorry inmates uh, a work on an idea while they're incarcerated that is going to be feasible yeah. when they come out. Mm-hmm. And, the, and their uh, data is showing that that's really helping uh, these, these guys get back on their feet. I mean, they've been locked up for 20, 30 years for a mistake they made when they were 15. Yeah. And it's like, what are they expected to do? They don't know anybody. They don't have any skills. The prisons do a really horrible job mm-hmm. of, of up, giving them upkeep. Um, so, you know, they've, they've done their time. Yeah. And as a society, we should be like, damn, we want these people to come back out f- firing on all cylinders, able, able to, to um, you know, produce. But they're really not. They don't have internet. They don't right. have access If anything, to- they have this, like, on the, on the plus side, they have this fresh perspective of just, like, society and life. And they're coming into, like, back into it. 
at a time where, you know, they're not a baby and they haven't formed, you know, like a big enough brain to understand what's going on. They're like older and they can see right away, like what opportunities are and they have nothing to lose. So they can come in and probably be kind of have that fresh perspective of like, what's, I think know. that's a pretty rosy take yeah, on it. It is, it is, um, yeah. But, uh, like they're yeah. coming back. <laughs> they, they haven't been able to use a computer yeah. for mm-hmm. 20 years. Yeah. Like times have changed mm-hmm. and all they knew before being locked up was kind of like, cr- like crime or, or gangs yeah. or whatever. Or I mean, this is a subset of the people, of course. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we don't do anything to get them ready to get back on their feet and use computers, use technology, right. um, it's a pretty tough situation. So the reason they do end up and, – and look, they're making the choices. Mm-hmm. They're, they have free will. So I'm not like justifying what, what they do or don't from a criminal perspective – but what I'm saying is I think we can give them better options when they come out and they go back to what they know best, which is, fuck, I need some money. Yeah. How did I get money last cool. time? Yeah. You yeah. know, I either, you know, dealt some drugs or, or did some, uh, you know, robbed some people or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so making sure they know that there's way better options and giving them and arming them with the skills to capitalize on those options and so that's what this company does and that's what this defy ventures uh, by the way it's super funny that you brought this up and pat knows when i I was working at mary garcetti's office at one point while i was in law school and um the two things that i worked on were the two things you just mentioned which was mostly educational equity and then recidivism i was part of the mayor's office of re-entry so working literally with that exact population and one of the things i learned and it goes to the first piece that you said was about educational equity versus educational equality where in the United States, we have equal access to education. But the problem is we don't have the same amount of equity, which means that if you are a kid that's growing up in Oakland, for example, and you're a third grader or should be at a third grade level, because of the lack of education at home in preschool, you're not, your brain and your educational level is not at the third grade school level. So now you're just trying to play catch up with folks that are actually prepared to be in third grade. And so one of the biggest issues and one of the biggest things that we would work on and we were working on was what are the ways that we could get folks to be, like kids to be more equitable in terms of education because the equal access part is there. So that's something I, I mean, I agree with you and that's a very difficult solution um, or the solutions will be very difficult, but I think that that's what we need to aim for. There is equal education. You could go to school. There are public schools, but the problem is because with public education, property taxes are paying for that. The property tax in Compton versus Beverly Hills is very different. So the kids that are growing up in Compton and then competing with the kids from Beverly Hills when they go to USC are completely different. You know, that they cannot be at the same level. So mm-hmm. that was one big issue that we were discussing. And, and talk about a place where technology can try to level 100%, the field. Like, 100%. I mean, I can't wait for the time when that kid in, in Oakland mm-hmm. gets a uh, same or better uh, education than somebody in Beverly Hills. But that kid in Oakland is, you know, has a chip on his shoulder yep. and is hungrier mm-hmm. than the kid in Beverly Hills. And because they are hungrier, they can get that customized. And this is what technology will do is create personalized education right. Right. where it's like you don't just move at the pace of your class. Because when you're in a class of kids who don't care, you have to push so much harder right. to really get ahead of the game. And as I was, you know, doing it at points in my life, was like, I'm just cool being the best in my class. But if my class isn't progressing, then neither am I really. But this will allow them to 
if they're a third grader who's ambitious, keep going. You can you can do start doing fifth level stuff on your own on your yeah, iPad yeah, or device easily. Yeah. yeah so well, what, that, right, that's now the, right now the solution has been nonprofits that are trying to come in and you know provide them programming and all these resources. We're we're in this place right now, like, like you said, technology can be a part of these folks' life because to the point that you made earlier, that third grade kid doesn't know anything more than what he knows, and he's surrounded by you know gang members and parents that either are there or are not and even if they are there they didn't they didn't know any of this stuff they weren't they didn't have the access to it now that there's access the equity portion is what we really need to focus on so it is really interesting and i think that education in general is going to be a very 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 big issue because that's goes into what we talked about on yesterday's episode it was about the political discourse it all ties hand in hand so i think education is a big thing that we as a society need to focus on outside of the classroom Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, those are some of the things that uh, I'd think about. I'd, I'd say the other one because I'm biased and like the file cabinet industry thing. Yeah. Definitely offline to online mm-hmm. is a big piece that mm-hmm. I think is under uh, valued. It's not as sexy as virtual reality or machine learning, et cetera. Like those, online to online. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so that's another kind of theme that I would probably pursue. Um, but yeah, that would be fun one day is to help, you know, empower the next generation. Is that something that you want to do? I don't know. I, we have a long way to go with AdQuick, so it's not going to happen anytime soon, to be honest. But uh, yeah, I think, you know, helping basically invest and bring ideas to life, like who wouldn't want to do that? 100%. Yeah. Uh, the, ultimately to make a better world, more efficient and all that stuff. So yeah. Well, thanks, man. Thanks for your time. Yeah, this was fun. Thanks, yeah. Matt.